This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, hit the center. Hanniger going back. He's at the track right to the wall. He will turn and watch it fly. And there's the first run of 2019. Tremendous shot off the bat of Stephen Piscotti. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to a Globe Life Park in Arlington, Texas. The A's knowing that this was on the schedule. Four games in 46 hours. A night game on Friday after the tough arrival from the West Coast. And then today, the day portion of the day-night doubleheader followed by the day game tomorrow. They were lifted by the fact that they won the game late against the uh, Rangers on Friday, 5-3, to three, hoping that that would carry over. But the great unknown was Paul Blackburn because Paul had not pitched in the big leagues since uh, July of last year. He had had some forearm issues. He did have a winning record at AAA this year, but he did not make the A's club out of spring training. That fifth job was won by Aaron Brooks, and he really struggled in the opening inning. He walked the first batter he faced in Shinsu Chu, and before you could look up, the A's were down 3 to nothing. a total of... Uh, a couple of stolen bases in that first inning against him. Actually, three stolen bases in that first inning. And it just didn't seem like he was uh, he, he could get locked in on what was happening. He threw 41 pitches in the first inning. The A's were down 5 nothing, And then, to the A's credit, they did come back. Uh, they got a two-run homer from Matt Olson and maybe one of the uh, quirkiest things of the day that worked in uh, favor of the A's. Josh Fegley coming off the bench with a 2-2 count because Nick Hundley left the game with what we later learned were back spasms. He saw one pitch from the rookie Joe Palumbo making his major league debut and doubled in two runs. He would later hit a home run, but the A's made it a 5-4 ball game. And credit to Texas, they got a run back in the fourth. The A's did not get a shutdown inning from Ryan Dull. And then they really extended things on Dull from an unlikely source, a three-run homer from Tim Fedorovich, a lifetime 199 hitter in the big leagues. And a 10-5 final was uh, the ending for Texas. So they're back to four games over 500, and the A's continue to ride that line exactly at 500 at 32 and 32. They'll turn their eyes to uh, Chris Bassett. And not, I think I said Frankie Motas earlier. It's Chris Bassett starting the uh, nightcap this evening, and he'll be opposed by Adrian Sampson. Then tomorrow it'll be Motas and Smiley wrapping up the series before the A's head on to uh, Tampa Bay to take on the Rays. But the series now even at a victory apiece. Uh, here locally, there's about three and a half hours between games. The teams, of course, will just hang out in their clubhouse, try to rest up, get rehydrated, put on some uh, new dry, clean uniforms, and go back to work and see who either the A's can split the uh, doubleheader or if the Rangers win the uh, doubleheader against the A's. That is to be determined in front of a crowd that's expected to be around 40,000 with the retirement of the number of Adrian Beltre, the number 29 that's happening prior to first pitch here tonight. But... Uh, game one of the day-night doubleheader goes to Texas 10-5. More of A's Clubhouse as Joe Hughes joins the conversation when we return after this. If you're a baseball fan and a parent, you've probably had to explain to your kid that a 2-2 count isn't something a ballerina wears. 
as a parent or even a sibling. You may have also had to explain that a makeup game doesn't involve lipstick or mascara. But as a parent and an A's fan, we do hope you know about our new A's stomping ground. This awesome space is open and waiting for you. From awesome new games for kids to interactive activities, the A's stomping ground is right for you and your family. So the next time the kids want to know what a sandwich pick is or who got that 2-2 pitch, you will know it's time to go to a ball game and visit the A's stomping ground, a free area in right field for kids and families. Visit athletics.com slash stomping ground to learn more today. That's athletics.com slash stomping ground. This is A's Clubhouse. Welcome back to A's Baseball. Not the uh, way they wanted to start this doubleheader. A's dropped game one, 10 to 5. It got ugly early. It didn't quite get away from the bullpen as much as you may have thought it was going to get early on as Paul Blackburn and Ryan Dole struggled, but some great innings from Aaron Brooks out of the bullpen going three innings. He allowed just two hits, no runs, walked one, and struck out four. And the A's kind of were able to mitigate some of the disaster earlier as they only had to use three pitchers. So that gives Bob Melvin a lot to play around with. Let's take a look at some of these highlights from a game that got away from the A's early on. It was a one nothing deficit for the A's after the early part of the game after a sack fly. And then later in the first inning, it got a little tough with Cabrera coming up with a big two-run single. 3-2 pitch on the way. Swung on line to left. That's a base hit. Brings in one run with Andrews. Here comes Pence. Here comes a throw by Canna on a couple of hops. Not in time. A two-run single the other way for Asdrubal Cabrera. And the Rangers extend their lead to 3-0. He went away for the strike to make a 3-2. Did the same thing. And this time Cabrera stayed through it the other way and picked up his 34th and 35th runs batted in. Well, that was Vince Catronio on the call. He's with us here as we're kind of breaking down an A's loss in Game 1. Vince, how did you see it? I mean, early on, we thought this was going to be a very long game that may be getting away from the bullpen, which is not what you wanted to happen in the first game. Well, the, the starting pitcher dictates uh, you know, how the game is going to go. And you know, Paul Blackburn is a guy that has had success in the big leagues. That was a couple of years ago. Then arm injuries, and then he got healthy. He was in big league camp, didn't make the club. You know, on paper, had some decent numbers at AAA with a 6-1 and one record. Uh, fewer hits than innings pitched. The walk numbers weren't that bad down there, considering, you know, the PCL is, you know, is an offensive-minded uh, league. But he just didn't have it. I mean, he, he threw a lot of pitches. He just didn't seem to be in sync. They ran wild on him in the first setting with three stolen bases. It's not the kind of effort that we had seen in the past from Paul Blackburn, and that's what's frustrating because when you bring somebody up from the minor leagues uh, in a scenario like this is the 26th man. I mean, you have you have a reasonable expectation of, of being competitive. And uh, Paul Blackburn was not that today, and that's frustrating. And the A's were in a, in a hole, and you play from behind and you're on the road as well. It's a tough com- it's a tough combination. I think one of the most frustrating parts of this game was the walks. The walks from – three walks from Blackburn, three or two walks from Dole. That absolutely kills you when you're already struggling in a game. How much do you, do you think that – making his 2019 debut back in the big leagues played a part for Blackburn early on because they got hits, they were running on the base path, he just wasn't able to focus and kind of get into any kind of rhythm. Well, he shouldn't have been intimidated. He's been in the big leagues. I mean, he's made more than his share of starts, and he has won his share of games. So that I think that's a, a non-factor. But not only did the walks 
reach, but they scored three of the walks, reached the hit by or, uh, three of the walks, scored a hit by pitch, scored as well. And the leadoff man got on base in four of the first five innings at a total of uh, five times overall, and they were four for four with that. When your leadoff man gets on base and he scores, you're putting a lot of pressure on the opposition. You're turning the lineup over time and time again, and that's what the A's found themselves dealing with, and you know that's why Blackburn's outing was so short at only three innings. You know, we talked about it pregame, about the A's not wanting to chase a win, and it looked early on that this game was going to get away from them. Then they had the big four-run fourth inning. They kind of get back into the game, and Bob Melvin has a decision to make. He'd gotten Ryan Dole up. He'd already gotten Aaron Brooks up. But I think when they got that game a little closer, he went to he went to Ryan Dole thinking, man, if I can get an inning or two out of Ryan Dole, then I can get right into the rhythm of how I want to manage my bullpen. Well, I, I think... For Bob Melvin, to, you know, to this point, he's tried to show that kind of confidence that he had in Dole going back a couple of years ago. Uh, last year, he had some injuries, shoulder and knee. You know, he makes the club out of spring training. He's with the team in Japan. And like we talked about during the course of the broadcast today, it's something we saw time and time again. He, had just, he just doesn't have the same stuff. I mean, the ball is not lively out of his hand. The uh, slider, which is such a was such an important weapon for him back in 2016, that pitch is not nearly as devastating as, as it was in the past. He was a guy that you can count on even at only 92 miles an hour because of his deception. With the slaughter, you got a lot of swings and misses, and that, that's just not the case. I mean, gave up, you know, five runs on four hits, and, you know, the surprise of all surprises was Tim Fedorovich. That's the thing that really I thought broke the, the A's back today. Yeah, and I, I totally agree with you. That was killer. Just when the A's had gotten back into the game, it was just like that. It was gone from them again. And then Aaron Brooks, a guy who really hasn't worked much as late. We talked about him pregame. You know, he'd only pitched two innings, I think, uh, six innings since the beginning of May, two innings since May 16th. He comes in, gives them three innings so that they don't have to go any deeper into their bullpen in game one. Yeah, and that's I mean that's what you're that's what you're faced with, and that, really that's his job. I mean, in that case, when you're the long reliever, you're asked to save the bullpen. To try to be effective, you know. In retrospect, Bob Melvin would maybe rethink about using Aaron Brooks, but this is this is about a performance scenario. This is about the trust that he's had, and also about the uh, the fact that Dull has been pitching more recently at AAA, and Aaron Brooks had not been pitching much at all for the Athletics. In fact, for uh, for Brooks, the last time he had worked for the Athletics was uh, you know 11 days ago on the 29th of uh, of May, and before that he threw one inning in Detroit. So. He threw two innings from May 12th until today. And to uh, to have him come in and expect him to be sharp in a situation where the A's were close, I think Bob was hoping that, that Dull could keep it manageable, keep it that two runs, or see if the A's could continue to chip away and then use some of the plus relievers and, and cover it that way and maybe maybe steal a win in game one of the day-night doubleheader, and it didn't happen. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, trying to focus on more on the positives, which means we're not going to be talking about pitching from this game. Another multi-hit game for Marcus Simeon. He was two for four. And then Josh Fagley having to come into the game as Nick Hundley had to leave with the back spasms. In a game he wasn't supposed to play, Fagley with two hits, both of them extra bases, including a solo homer, and three RBIs. He just continues to mash the ball at the bottom of the lineup for the A's. He does, and you know the the crazy thing was you know the two two count, and then Hunley right. goes goes out of the game, and we're learning now, looking at the social media, that that Bo Taylor is going to join the club and try to get here for game two, and Nick Hundley is going to go on the IL. So that's one way to get Hundley on the roster. We got to get him on the on the. If I'm not mistaken, he's not on the 40 man roster because he didn't play in the in the games that counted in Japan. Even with the expanded roster, he was not on that roster. So I don't know if you. 
if you do something uh, with one of the pitchers, if, or if you've got another move uh, on your 40-man roster from somebody, maybe the lower minors that you remove from the roster to create that spot, we'll find that out. Uh, I don't want to speculate, and I might be out of school here thinking that Bo's not on the 40-man. I don't think he is. So the A's have got to make that corresponding move as well. We'll have all that for you before uh, you know the second game starts. But, I mean, that's the way it looks right now. But the Fegley thing, 2-2, and then he gets the double, and suddenly it's a one-run game, and you go, <laughs> maybe it is your day. And then he hits the home run later. Marcus Simeon, you're just not going to get him out of the lineup. And uh, I just, he's hot right now. He's using the entire field. He's been fun to watch. And I just looked it up. You're right. Bo Taylor is not on the 40-man roster as of right now, so they would have to make a move to be able to get him up and in here. If he's not able to go, who's the backup emergency, you know, last-ditch effort catcher that the A's may have to turn to if they weren't able to get him here in time? Well, is that, well first of all, Josh Fegley's going to start, so, right. so, so the problem would be if Fegley came out of the game with an injury before Bo Taylor arrived. Right. I think that's a scenario they're hoping that doesn't play out. If it did for some reason and that scenario presented itself, my guess, and it's a total guess at this point, it's going to be either Chad Pinder or Mark Canna. Right. Uh, Bob Melvin would probably give them a quick tutorial uh, from the dugout on how to, how to accomplish that as a catcher. But if uh, Bo's on his way, that's, that's good news. Uh, on the plane from Vegas and uh, in the lineup, he was with the A's last year, got some big league time, but was taken off the roster. Now a chance to get back on and, and try to make the most of a, of a handful of opportunities Uh, in the absence of the veteran Nick Hundley. All right, well, Vince, before we let you get out of here, let's just take a quick look ahead for Game 2. Chris Bassett has been good for the A's. He's been solid. I mean, I think if he gave them six, seven innings, that's exactly what they'd be looking for in this situation. Anything that you saw from Game 1 that you're worried about the carryover from Game 2 other than what we were just talking about with the Nick Hundley injury? No, I think, I mean, you're you're talking about the, the three pitchers that were used. Two of them spent time at AAA this year, and Aaron Brooks has lost a starting opportunity, and he's the long man. So they, they weren't necessarily the guys that you've been counting on to get the A's you know, back on a run and back into contention. It's not to say that they, they can't be pieces for the club moving forward, and, you, and not that you weren't hoping that they were going to be successful today, because you were. I mean, if you're going to call up a pitcher, whoever it might be, and in this case is Paul Blackburn, you have an expectation of uh, that 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 either that position player or that pitcher giving you a chance to win. And that's not the case with Bassett. He's moved into the rotation in the absence of Marco Estrada. What I liked last time is that his velocity was back, his life in his arm was back. He just seemed to have more life in his body, and he went six innings. And that's the hope for, for the nightcap. The atmosphere is going to be much different for, for game two tonight, Joe, because the place is going to be packed. Uh, folks that were here today were fighting the heat. They were sitting and finding all the shade they can. They're going to be lively tonight before they even throw a pitch. And that'll be a fun atmosphere to see both uh, Adrian Sampson pitch for uh, Texas and the ace Chris Bassett. Yeah, and of course for Adrian Beltre, A's fans are glad that he's having his jersey retired and not playing in the game. So <laughs> exactly. that'll be a big one. Vince, go rest up, get to the trainer's room, get your fluids, get hydrated, get ready for game two for a short turnaround for you, man. Will do. All right, thank you, Joe. Vince Catronio, he had the call for Game 1. He'll have the call with Chris Townsend for Game 2. We're going to continue on with highlights. We'll also take your calls and texts. You can reach out to us at 510-897-1322. Joe Hughes sitting in for Chris Townsend as we continue with A's postgame on the A's Radio Network. A's fans know there are a lot of reasons to catch a game and even more reasons to score your tickets at StubHub. StubHub has the best selection of 100% MLB verified tickets available, even after first pitch. Set a price alert, check the view, and get into the Oakland Coliseum, all on your phone. So whether it's a night out with the family or a day off with friends, when you need the A's, you need to head to StubHub. 
StubHub is an official partner of the Oakland Athletics. Next stop, play ball. For an easy way to get to the game, ditch the car and hop aboard a Capital Corridor train with a 25% discount on travel to all athletics home games. A stop right in front of the Coliseum and up to 30 trains a day between Sacramento and the Bay Area, all with food and beverage service. Capital Corridor is a fun and convenient way to get to the game. Get on board the Capital Corridor to see the A's and get where you want to be. Visit CapitalCorridor.org for more information. Fares, routes, and schedules subject to change without notice. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. It's time to grab your reserved space in the popular Connie Mac Club. The club space gives your group a private area located in Shive Park Tavern for the entire ball game. The Connie Mac Club features access to outdoor seating and includes a pre-game buffet filled with our highest-end food package. This area of the ballpark is perfect for 30 to 50 guests to kick back, relax, and enjoy the game. For more information about the Connie Mac Club and other group offers, visit athletics.com groups. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to A's Clubhouse. I'm Joe Hughes sitting in for Chris Townsend this afternoon. We'll have both ends of the doubleheader. We'll take the post game all the way here. Then we'll get you ready for game two and do post game there as well. If you want to reach out to us, you can hit us up on the phone line at 510-897-1322. That's call or text. That's the best way to reach out to us if you want to talk about today's A's game. A's dropping game one of the doubleheader was very... Very a close game for just a brief moment. Mostly the Rangers were in charge for the entire game. It got away from Paul Blackburn making his 2019 A's debut today. And it was an ugly start for, uh, for the A's pitchers. It was not great for Paul Blackburn or for Ryan Dole. Aaron Brooks did come in and kind of stop the bleeding. But by that point, the game was well out of hand. The A's can try to salvage a split today if they can grab game two. And they have Chris Bassett on the hill. The A's trying to... Have a good weekend in Texas, which is a place they have traditionally played pretty well. We're going to go through some of the highlights, and they are hard to find in this game as you try to find some highlights from the A's loss. It was really the fourth inning where the A's had their runs, but they were already well behind at that point. We heard a Cabrera two-run single that put the A's down 3-0 earlier, and one of the surprising ones in the third inning, a Mazzara two-run shot that kind of opened everyone's eyes. Fastball is hit into center field. Ramon Laureano is going back, and this is gone. A no-doubter for Mazzara to dead center field, and the flags are out. Mazzara's having his way with the athletics. That's home run number nine for him. RBI's number 33, 34, 35 today with the three RBIs. Chris Townsend with the call there, and you heard him talk about Ramon Laureano. We'll have more on him later. Again, like I said, it was 5 nothing, and it looked like the A's were just going to get slammed as they were just going to get pounded out of this game with very little offense at that point. And then in the fourth inning, everything came alive as they were getting their second chance to look at the Rangers starter, one of their top prospects, Palumbo. And that's when everything started to turn. Matt Olson, who has now homered evenly against the righties and lefties, he made the big difference. 1-2 offering. 
Breaking ball hit into right field, and it's gone. A hanging curveball, and Matt Olson did not miss it. Lefty on lefty doesn't matter. And it was a line shot out of here, and the Athletics are finally on the board. It's 5-2. to two. We talked about him getting his stroke back, and he's been hitting it from foul pole to foul pole. And great to see him go to the opposite side, and he's done that the past couple days. But this one, he got a hanger, and he crushed it. Nothing better than a hanging curveball when you're at bat. It's not great when your pitcher's whirling one up there, but when you've got one of your power hitters up there and somebody gives you a hanging curveball and they do exactly what Matt Olson did, depositing it into the seats. Olson with four homers against righties and four homers against lefties as he continues to show that improvement and flash that power after having that hamate surgery earlier in the season. As the inning would continue on, Ramon Laureano continued his impressive on-base streak. And the 2-1 offering ripped into center field for a base hit. Chad Pender will move up to second. And the on-base streak continues for Ramon Laureano, the longest in the big leagues. He has now been on in 26 straight games. 26 straight games for Ramon Laureano, who has been one of the A's best hitters as of late. Laureano had a strong game. He had a hit and a run as well. He also struck out. That's a lot of the production that Bob Melvin talked about pregame. He's getting from the bottom of the lineup. Ramon Laureano was hitting in the eight hole, and they're getting a lot of production from the bottom of the lineup. One of those guys, Josh Fegley, who had to come into the game because Nick Hundley had a little bit of an issue during his at-bat. 2-1 pitch to Hundley. Fastball fouled off his foot. Slow to get up as that always hurts so much. They're going to come take a look at him. But just the pain of that, especially when you don't wear protection. Nick Hundley doesn't wear the protection. So he just needs to walk it off. He's going to be okay. No, they're going to take him out. As Bob Melvin has made the signal to the dugout. It's a 2-2 count, so it looks like Fegley is going to come in. Well, you heard Chris Townsend talking about it there. It looked innocuous. It didn't look like anything big. We couldn't even tell here in the studio if he had actually found the ball off his foot, if it had missed. But you could definitely tell that Nick Hundley was uncomfortable. He was not walking right after that. When Bob Melvin and the A's training staff came and talked to him, it was a relatively short conversation before they made the decision to pull him. We were a little surprised. We found out later that it is back spasms affecting Nick Hundley, which is not great when you're behind the plate. Obviously, a hot day out in Texas, and the A's may be being precautionary. We don't know yet. We'll find out more, but it looks like they're going to be calling up Bo Taylor to take a spot on the roster so that the A's will have a second catcher, hopefully in time for Game 2. But with a 2-2 count, the A's having to go to their only other catcher on the bench, and Josh Fagley coming in on a 2-2 count and immediately making an impact. So Fegley will step in with a 2-2 count. Pitch to him, fastball ripped into left field. Hunter Pence will dive for it and miss it. One run is in. Here comes Ramon Laureano and he comes in to score. What a job by Josh Fegley, who's got more RBIs than any catcher in baseball. It was a 2-2 count. He comes in, and the first pitch he sees, he rips down the left field line, and the A's are back in this one as the score is 5-4. You got one swing, (laughs) and Palumbo gives him a fastball, and he put it right out over the middle of the plate, and Fegley just put on his pinch-hitting mode and said, be aggressive, first fastball you see, go after it, and the mistake by Pence trying to, Get to that baseball leaving his feet. He just doesn't move as well as he used to. 
So Fagley tapping into Clerks and going with the I'm not even supposed to be here today and goes in, has two extra base hits, including a solo homer. He was two for two on the day with a run scored, drove in three and walked, got on base three times on a game he wasn't even supposed to play. He was an important part for the A's today, as he has been most of the season. And so all of a sudden, it's a 5-4 game in the fourth inning and the A's are right there in it. And then the bottom half of the fourth inning, and right away the Rangers getting a run back. The 0-1 offering, Andrus rips it down the left field line, got a hanging slider, it will go to the wall. Two will come around to score, and it's an easy stand-up double for Elvis Andrus. And now the Rangers lead 6-4. Worst case scenario for the A's. Just when it looked like the A's had gotten themselves back into the game, but you're still a 6-4 game in Texas, that's nothing. That's an inning. The A's had scored four runs in the fourth inning. It looked like their offense was finally starting to wake up, but this is where they've had issues with their bullpen and getting to that transitional phase from the starter to the, the plus guys at the back end of the bullpen. Today, Paul Blackburn not sharp for the A's. In three innings, he allowed five earned runs, but with that, cl- that game close, Bob Melvin had a decision to make. Do I go to Ryan Dole here, or do I go to Aaron Brooks? Brooks had not worked much as of late, so Bob Melvin decided to go to Ryan Dole, hoping that he could give him an inning or two and keep the game close. That just wasn't the case. Olsen, who hit the two-run homer for the A's that helped ignite the rally and the comeback in the fourth, gives one back on the error. It is the A's 34th of the year. There's a long fly ball to left by Fedorovich. He is headed out of the ballpark. Man, oh, man. It has completely just gone sideways here for the Athletics. Tim Fedorovich, a 199 major league hitter, sends it about six rows back over the 14-foot high wall and left. He scores three runs, and the Rangers have suddenly really pushed ahead against the Athletics. It breaks out in a strange place. It definitely broke out in a strange place. Fedorovich getting some production from the bottom of the Rangers lineup. He was two for three with three RBIs, a walk, and a strikeout today. And he absolutely killed the A's from the bottom of that lineup, getting the most out of Ryan Dole. But just check out the bottom of the lineup, the production from catchers. Fedorovich driving in three runs. So did Josh Fagley. We had six runs driven in by catchers coming in this game. And both of them at the bottom of the lineup. They were hitting in the nine hole. Six runs driven in by the two teams in the nine hole, which is almost an absolutely unheard of predicament. But that's what we were looking at today. The A's fall. They dropped the finale 10-5 to as the game got away from them. Aaron Brooks came in after Ryan Dole. It was too little too late. Aaron Brooks, pretty impressive as he's trying to look for an opportunity to get some more innings here. He went three innings, didn't allow a run, just two hits, one walk, and four strikeouts, but the game was well out of hand for the A's at that point as they'll hope to salvage the second game of the doubleheader. Bob Melvin was... He was not too happy with the way his club performed, but you know he's had better days as an A's manager. He was getting ready for a post-game conference. We'll have some of that sound for you later. If you want to jump in on the phone line, you can hit us 510-897-1322. 510-897-1322. We'll take your calls and your texts about the A's game. We'll get you ready for game two as well, as we'll have that A's doubleheader. The Rangers will be retiring Adrian Beltre's number later today. He becomes just the fourth player in Rangers franchise history to have his jersey retired, and he's keeping some pretty elite company with his numbers and with having their jerseys retired, as he will join Nolan Ryan, Johnny Oates, and Pudge Rodriguez 
Beltre has won five gold gloves, three of them with the Rangers. He's one of four players with 3,000 hits, 400 homers, and five gold gloves. And that puts him in company with just Willie Mays, Carl Yastrzemski, and Ken Griffey Jr. So we're getting ready to step aside here for a little break, and then we'll be back with your phone calls and your text messages. Joe Hughes sitting in for Chris Townsend on the A's Clubhouse. As powerful as the Lexus RX. As many safety features as the RX. With an interior just as refined as the RX. If they're talking about you, you must be doing something right. Experience the Lexus RX, the leading luxury SUV of all time. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Based on manufacturer's published data May 3rd, 2018. From sweet plans to single game suites, there's nothing like premium hospitality and athletics baseball. New for the 2019 season, food and beverages are now included in all suites plus options to create a three game suite plan. Plus, select plans also include an A's Access membership, allowing you to attend every regular season home game. To learn more about A's suites, visit athletics.com slash suites. That's athletics.com slash suites. Out it goes! Unbelievable! Chris Davis takes the team on his back! This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Davis with the A's ninth walk-off of the year. A long drive to right center that just kept on going. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. Listening to A's Cast, powered by TuneIn. Welcome back to A's Clubhouse. Joe Hughes sitting in for Chris Townsend today, lining up your phone calls and text messages at 510-897-1322. A's dropped the first game of the doubleheader today, falling 10 to 5. It got ugly early and didn't really get much better later. But we're going to go to the phone lines as we get ready for game two. Lee in Concord wants to talk about possible pitching staff moving forward. Yeah, I had some questions. I know that you were pointing out to bring in Bo Taylor onto the roster for the, for the second game today. Is Tanner Anderson and uh, Patrick Bridwell either one on the 40-man roster? They'd be logical guys that might be taken off the 40-man roster. Yeah, they, they are not on the 40-man roster as far as I'm looking at it right now. And you're right, I mean... The A's have some options. They do have some depth. I know that they've been keeping you know, some spots open, hoping that eventually down the line, guys like Jesus Luzardo, A.J. Puck, and Jarrell Cotton will eventually be able to join this team. But they're not quite ready yet, and they are going to have to make a move at some point. We'll, we'll keep you updated when we actually have an idea of what they're planning to do. These games are always a little funky when you're getting into a doubleheader. You know, Paul Blackburn was added the roster today for game one is that 26 man that you get to add for a doubleheader so it doesn't really count right. against the move that you have to make later so we're still waiting for the second move and you're right i mean monday's game is looming and the a's don't know what they're going to do at that starting spot we obviously saw aaron brooks pitching well, I'm today wondering, i'm wondering obviously ryan dole is going to go down right again you know, because, I mean, maybe they'll reach down to double a like uh, texas did today is there somebody that's hot at double a that's on their 40-man roster? Well, I, 
We're just getting this news from uh, A's PR. The A's are putting Nick Hundley on the 10-day IL with back spasms. So that's how they're going to bring up Bo Taylor and bring him on to the roster today. So Nick Hundley is going to hit the 10-day DL because right. of those back spasms, which you know, makes a lot of sense based on the A's kind of getting this roster crunch in the doubleheader. That, that, that's kind of a, a sensible move. Do they also did they have Cameron Rupp down at uh, AAA, another catcher that has some major league experience? I know they signed him. A couple weeks ago, did they keep him or did they release him? I'll check on that, but I know they like Bo Taylor. He's got some big league experience as well. He came up last year and gave them some innings. And I, I think at this point, they're just kind of looking to to get through this series and the next series, this road trip, is kind of just truncated all of these games right on top of each other. And, you know, they obviously weren't counting on a Nick, uh, on a Nick Hundley injury, but you've got to have somebody back there behind Josh Fagley. And I think they're just looking for somebody that they trust and that has been dependable. And for their eyes, you know, Bo Taylor didn't do anything last year that made them think anything otherwise. Yeah, he came up in September and got his first major league hit. So he, he was on the roster in September. I guess they just took him off during the winter. Yeah, I mean, and at that point, you know, they weren't exactly sure if they were going to have a catching roster that Josh Fagley wasn't expected to play as big a role as he's done so far. So I appreciate your call, Lee. We'll uh, we'll keep you updated on all this. But first, we've got to do a station radio ID as we check in on the A's radio network. 860 AM, The Answer. KTRB, San Francisco. Radio home of the Oakland Athletics. Welcome back to A's Clubhouse. We do have the lineup for Game 2. It's just come out. Marcus Simeon will lead off again at shortstop. Robbie Grossman will jump into the game. He'll be in left field. Matt Olson will hit third. He's at first. Chris Davis, your designated hitter. Mark Canna in right field. Jerkson Profar will be at second today, as I'm sure he'll be happy to be on the field during Adrian Beltre's jersey retirement. Ramon Laureano is in center, then Chad Pender at third base, meaning Matt Chapman will get the second game off, at least to start. Josh Fagley will be behind the dish. He'll be catching, and he'll be starting catching. And then Chris Bassett is your right-handed hitter. So a couple of changes for the A's. Marcus Simeon is the guy that Bob Melvin had talked about being in the game. He expected him to play in all four games in Texas, but he thought he would be about the only guy to play in all four games in Texas. So some changes for the A's for Game 2 as Matt Chapman will sit down Chad Pender will take over at third base, and Jerkson Profar will go in. He'll play second today. Matt Olson and Chris Davis, your three, four hitters, and Mark Canna will be cleaning up in right field just after Olson, who had a two-run shot for the A's. He continues to impress. I mean, he's done most of his damage against right-handed pitching in his career, but this year it's been very balanced for Matt Olson. Four homers from the right, four homers against lefties. He's just getting it done in a way that, you like to see these guys continue to grow their games. You know, too many guys come into the big leagues with a way of getting something done and then they don't change. They don't add on to their game. They just say, hey, this is what got me here and I don't want to move it. But we've seen from guys like Marcus Simeon, we've seen from Matt Chapman, we've seen from Matt Olson adding wrinkles to their game to become more complete players so that you can't just pitch them one way. You can't just handle them one way. And seeing Matt Olson be able to get to guys on both sides of the plate. As much as he's accomplished in his early time with the A's, he's just adding to that. And he's becoming a more complete player right in front of our eyes. He's already got the gold glove defense, but now he's adding the ability to take guys deep from either side of the plate. We're going to check in and hear what Bob Melvin had to say. He was speaking today after the A's game, and we'll check in with some of that sound with Bob Melvin right now. 
Uh, his first at bat, he felt some spasms on a swing, and then obviously in that next at bat, it took him out of the game. So we're going to have to put him on the DL, and, and Bo Taylor's on his way. Thinking that you'll get Bo in time for the second game, or? During, maybe, yeah. Blackburn. Just, you know, he was up in the zone. He was threw a lot of pitches. They hit him hard. You know, he just couldn't get into a rhythm and, you know, threw a lot of pitches, almost an uncomfortable amount of pitches in three innings. It seems like he's struggled a little bit since he brought him back. Yeah, it's just, you know, when his, when he's hitting the outside corner with his fastball and extending with his slider, he, he tends to be really good. He's just have, had a little trouble locating. You know, you're out there for a while, it gets hot, and... You know, you gotta you gotta bear down and, and push through it. You know, he knew he was probably gonna be out there for a couple innings and it just wasn't his day. Brooks had gone in a while just for him to go out and give you those last three. I mean how nice. That was, was huge for us and impressive too. You know, he's pitched what twice in a month or whatever it's been. Um, knew he had to finish the game, was efficient, did it really well. It looked like there was some good life. It looked like the stuff that we saw when he was pitching well. So to be able to do that with the time off that he's had is impressive. What does this mean for your starter Monday? Uh, we're still kind of deciding on that one. Does this rule them out entirely? Did he throw too many pitches probably? Brooks? For Monday, yeah. Yeah, it's too many for Monday. Um, Finley obviously has to go straight into the game and yeah, yeah first pitch. Yeah, I mean, it's tough, tough call, especially when you have no idea um, that you're going to be in the game. We knew Nick was struggling a little bit after the first at bat, but, you know, he's going to try to grind through it. Next thing you know, you're in the game with two strikes on you. Not much to lose if you strike out, it's Nick's at bat, but regardless, it's uh, impressive. And then it hits another home run on top of that, so continuing to, to play really well. Well, you heard from Bob Melvin talking about the game that for Monday that they are still making a decision that Aaron Brooks threw three innings today, so that's too much work for him to have it turned around and start that game Monday. It could be a bullpen game for the A's. We'll see if they make another move. But the roster move that you heard him talking about there, Bo Taylor will be called up today. They hope to have him at the ballpark in time for the second game. Bo Taylor has been playing in uh, AAA for Vegas, and he's done pretty well this year. He's hitting 297 with a 450 on base percentage. He's got five homers in 38 games. He's got 35 hits in those 38 games. He's uh, struck out 38, ta- 38 times and walked 33 times. So it's been a productive season for Bo Taylor. And Nick Hundley will hit the 10-day injured list. He was dealing with back spasms, had to leave today's game as he was dealing with those issues. So Josh Fagley coming in and having a very productive day. Reach base three times, two extra base hits, including a solo homer, his eighth of the year, while driving in three in a game he wasn't even supposed to play in. And Fagley will start the second game for the A's while they await to see if they can get Bo Taylor in time to be his backup. Vince and I were kind of speculating if Bo Taylor's not there and something, you know, knock on wood were to happen to Fagley, who would be the backup? It looks like it probably would be Chad Pender or Mark Hanna having to get there behind the dish and kind of cover things, but we hope we don't get to that point. 
The A's drop the opener to the Texas Rangers 10 to 5. Game 2 will be coming at you later today. We'll have pregame coming up just before the game starts. There's an Adrian Beltre jersey retirement that will happen before the game. That's part of the reason that it was pushed back. This game is going to be starting just after 8:05 local time, which is not what you want to have starting for a long game in Texas. We've seen how long those games can go. I mean, I think the first inning today was 37 minutes for one inning. And fortunately, it didn't quite go that way for the rest of the game. But long games happen in Texas, and that's something you don't want to see in a doubleheader. We'll take your phone calls and your tweet. We'll take your phone calls, your tweets, and your text messages. You can reach us at 510-897-1322 as we roll on with A's Clubhouse on the A's Radio Network. Okay, so let's talk about your business. What keeps you up at night? I guess I'd say mostly overhead and profitability. And of course, there's always competitive pressure. Your competition probably says the same thing. (laughs) You're probably right. You want a little advice? Always. Ask America. The bank? The leading bank for business. I never thought of a bank being able to help beyond, you know, banking. Yeah, well, maybe it's time to bank differently. You know, Comerica can help you reduce overhead and maximize revenue because they're not just business bankers. They're business advisors. Well, that's different. Yes, they are. To move your business forward, move beyond basic banking and get the business insight, experience, and guidance you need to grow. From the leading bank for business, Comerica Bank. To learn more, visit Comerica.com slash leading bank. Member FDIC equal opportunity lender. Comerica is first among the top 25 U.S. financial holding companies based on commercial and industrial loans outstanding as a percentage of assets as of March 31st, 2018. NBC Sports California is the home of the authentic A's fan. That baby's gone. 7-2 A's lead. We're with the A's every step of the 2019 season and now with the nbc sports my teams app is easier and better than ever wherever you are stream a's games get the latest news game recaps features videos and more right on your mobile device by downloading my teams your a's your way my teams the app for the authentic a's fan African-American Heritage Night presented by Comerica Bank is back Thursday, June 20th with all fans getting a throwback Negro League Oakland Larks cap as part of the night-long celebration honoring Oakland's rich African-American heritage. The night also includes awesome pregame festivities including a stroll-off beginning at 6 p.m. with fraternities and sororities competing for a $2,500 scholarship. Be part of this amazing night Thursday, June 20th. Grab your tickets at athletics.com slash African-American. This is A's Clubhouse. Welcome back to A's Clubhouse. I'm Joe Hughes sitting in for Chris Townsend, who's obviously been on the call for Game 1. He'll be back on for Game 2. Heard Townie talking about it. They were going to sneak across the street and try to score some barbecue, which is you know, a great way to get into the Texas spirit and make the most of your opportunity. A long day for them, a long day for us. But you know what? It's all worth it to bring A's baseball to you. As if you're running around the Bay Area on a beautiful day, you're going to have A's baseball on your radio and on A's cast all day long. What else can you ask for? Maybe an A's win. That's what I'd be asking for after Game 1, where the A's fall to the Rangers 10-5, to hoping to earn a split in this day-night doubleheader. And the A's have needed this. I mean, this is a big series for the A's. They're in a stretch of playing 16 straight games against the AL West. And one of those teams that they have done very well against traditionally has been the Rangers, who are actually now ahead of the A's in the division. The Houston Astros obviously way out in front, but the A's looking to catch some ground on the Rangers this weekend. And 
this was a chance to take advantage of that, and we'll see if they can do that going forward. Before today's games, the A's had won 14 of their last 16 against Texas. It's now 14 of their last 17. Last night, the A's got back over 500 on the season. They're now back to 500. The game back of Texas, or two games back of Texas, and as crazy as the schedule has been, these games are very important. The A's trying to play four games against the Rangers, and they've got a lot of competition for that second wild card spot, which is something they didn't have as much of last year. If you're taking a look at the wild card race coming into today, the getting back into the division is going to be tough sledding. There are four teams, though, within a game of each other for the second wild card spot entering play today, and that expands to six teams if you take it to three and a half. The Rays. They lead the first wild game, the wild card by six games entering today. And while that keeps the A's, they want to make a run that we've been hoping to see from them. At least a long run of wins, not followed by a losing skid. There's going to be a lot of competition for that one spot. And the A's are right now up and down. We saw this from them last year where they would get a game or two above 500, fall a game or two below 500, and then they made that explosive run through the summer. As things started to come together, we'll see if they'll have that ability to pull it together one more time. Last year, it came a lot from the strength of the bullpen, which has not been as strong as we saw from the A's last year coming up onto this. Uh, The bullpen has been a lot shakier this year. It hasn't been something that Bob Melvin has been able to just plug his guys in and say, go and get this done for me. Blake Trinan has struggled a little bit this year, which... You expected a little bit of a downturn given how phenomenal he was last year. It hasn't been the same for Lou Trevino. Obviously, they were counting on more from guys like J.B. Wendelkin and Soria and, you know, Fernando Rodney, whose name I don't like to bring up in front of A's fans. And it just hasn't worked out too well for them. So they're needing to get some more length out of their starters and try to find a way to bridge that gap. And Bob Melvin has had to get a little creative with that because of the way the schedule has been truncated. We've seen him start using guys like Yusmero Petit and Liam Hendricks as guys to kind of bridge that gap or fill in from Trevino from time to time or get them from the starter to those plus guys at the end of the bullpen, whether it's Soria, Trevino, or Trinan. And that's going to kind of be the trend, that you're going to see that continue on. Bob Melvin talked uh, yesterday. We got a couple updates on some guys. We got an update on A.J. Puck, who is going to pitch with Jesus Luzardo in Stockton. If you've never been to a minor league game and you were thinking, you know what, I just got to pick a game, Tuesday is the game to get up and check out the Stockton ports as Jesus Luzardo and A.J. Puck are both scheduled to pitch in that game. We got an update from Bob Melvin in yesterday's game about A.J. Puck. He's doing good. He threw the sim game. He's going to have another one here at some point. It was 15 pitches, and they're going to up that. I'm not sure what day it is. And Lazardo just threw his 2-36. and 36. Felt really good. Both those guys threw really good and hard, too. Um, so just kind of at some point in time, they'll get out of Arizona and they'll move on. Um, just not quite yet. Well, at some point in time, we'll be on Tuesday, the scuttlebutt around A.J. Puck, that they plan to use him in the bullpen. He's still coming back from that Tommy John surgery. They want to limit his innings. They don't want to put too much stress on that elbow. As for Jesus Luzardo's role going forward, Bob Melvin had an update on that as well yesterday. I would think that that's it. And we have enough time with him, too, you know, to be able to get him here. And that, that's what he's done. You know, We've kind of used Puck a little differently. Um, We'll see where we go with that. Obviously, it's not in my hands. We'll, we'll see how he gets here health-wise and so forth. Um, but when a guy comes off of Tommy John, similar to, 
to cotton. And we were looking more for a bullpen roll of cotton to be able to get some innings out of him. I, I'm not sure that's off the table, uh, but we'll see how we proceed with him. But, but Lizardo, I would think we would, we would try to you know, get, his in, get some innings in, build him up to where he's a starter. That's the role they have for both Puck and Luzardo going forward, but it could be this year that we see A.J. Puck in the bullpen, which would be an incredible weapon for the A's out of the bullpen if everything is healthy for him and Jesus Luzardo as finding a role in that starting spot as they start to make that transition for what A's fans have been waiting for for a long time. Just these these top-end guys joining the rotation. We've seen that happen on the offensive side of the ball with Matt Olson and Matt Chapman coming up. And A's fans have been waiting for those plus prospects on the pitching side to kind of join up and have those two sides married together. Something that's been a little shaky for the A's the last two years while they've been waiting for those roles to be filled by these young guys, which would allow some of the guys the A's have been using in their starting rotation to maybe slide into spots in that bullpen and help strengthen and buoy the bullpen and take some of those innings off of the plus guys that the A's have had to use. But as we said before, uh, the A's are getting ready for Game 2 and... It's going to be a big day for the Texas Rangers fandom. They're going to have, expecting 42,000 people, it's going to be an electric atmosphere because they're getting ready to retire Adrian Beltre's uniform. Bob Melvin says he's had a special connection with Adrian Beltre that goes back to Ioannis Cespedes' days in the green and gold. You know what, I, I, you look at the numbers and the contributions, the All-Star games and everything he did, but it's, it's the personality that I remember the most. I mean, he's just such a fun personality, and he and I have always had a banter back and forth. Um, I remember one time when Cespedes was here his first year, he slid into third, and we had a little bit of an injury with him, and I go out there with our trainer, Nick, and, and Ioannis really wasn't speaking much English then. Beltre's interpreting for us, and it was, it was really funny. Um, but that's just kind of the way he is, and, and you watch the way he plays the game and how he enjoyed it. That That's probably what I remember most, other than the thorns that he's stuck in my side, you know, it, it, during games. But he's just, just such a great personality for the game, and, uh, you know, we'll all miss him. And, I, you know, I'll be out there for the celebration tonight because he not only has he meant a lot to baseball, certainly here, he meant a little something to me, too, in the fact that I felt like I had a good relationship with him. Man, he has absolutely been a thorn in the A's side and the A's fan side. Adrian Beltre, a certified A's killer over the course of his 21-year career. In 223 games against the Green and Gold, Beltre hitting 287 with 41 homers and 145 RBI. And the only team that he's done more damage against is the Angels. Not surprising to see he's done so much damage against teams in the division, but unfortunately he's done a lot of that against the green and gold. Joe Hughes in for Chris Townsend. We'll roll along on the A's Clubhouse with your phone calls and text messages and tweets. You can hit us up at 510-897-1322 as we finish off the A's dropping Game 1 to the Texas Rangers 10-5 to before we get you ready for Game 2 later on. Joe Hughes in for Chris Townsend on the A's Radio Network. A's fans know there are a lot of reasons to catch a game and even more reasons to score your tickets at StubHub. StubHub has the best selection of 100% MLB verified tickets available even after first pitch. Set a price alert, check the view, and get into the Oakland Coliseum all on your phone. So whether it's a night out with the family or a day off with friends, when you need the A's, you need to head to StubHub. StubHub is an official partner of the Oakland Athletics. Want to take your fandom to the next level? 
Xfinity is the place for the ultimate sports experience. With Xfinity X1, you can track multiple games and leagues at once while watching another game live. And finding everything on your TV is faster with the X1 voice remote. Get instant access to your favorite teams, athletes, and the latest news and stats with the sound of your voice. Just say, show me sports or show me baseball scores, and it's all right there. You can even watch games on any screen with the Xfinity Stream app, so you never miss the action. Stream at home with the best Wi-Fi experience or on the go with access to millions of Wi-Fi hotspots nationwide. Plus, get even more with out-of-market packages like MLB Extra Innings, so you can catch your hometown team no matter where you live. Switch to Xfinity and experience sports like never before. Call 1-800-XFINITY, go to Xfinity.com, or visit an Xfinity store today. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service. Not available in all areas. Hey, kids. Have you ever wanted to run the bases like your favorite A's player? Well, here's your chance. Children ages 14 and under can come onto the field following most Sunday home games and race around the bases with A's mascot Stomper there to cheer them on. Make sure to pack your running shoes so you can show off your speed. Race Around the Bases is brought to you by the Oakland A's Community Fund. This is A's Clubhouse. Welcome back to A's Clubhouse. Joe Hughes filling in for Chris Townsend. We'll take your phone calls and your texts at 510-897-1322. You can also tweet me live at Vegas Joe Hughes if you want to join the show that way. We'll get to your tweets, your texts, your phone calls as we roll along here. A's drop game one of the doubleheader falling to the Rangers 10-5 to in a game that really wasn't that close. The A's got a little close in the fourth and fifth inning, but the game got quickly away from them again as they are looking to salvage a split if they can make it happen for them in game two, which we'll have you set up for a pregame after a brief intermission. Getting back to that, and we'll have first pitch coming up for you. This is seems crazy to me, but it's going to be at 8.05 local time that you're going to have the second game, which will be 6.05 our time, but 8.05 in Texas, for, I mean, about the only thing you're saving yourself from is heat, I guess, is maybe as things will cool down later in the evening. But they're going to have a pregame ceremony where they retire Adrian Beltre's uniform. We'll have that for you. We'll be back on the air after this postgame show at 5.05. Take you up to first pitch at 6.05 with Chris Bassett on the hill for the A's. And he'll be making the start. The A's are going to be hoping for some innings from Chris Bassett. And another Chris is a guy they're going to be hoping for some action out of is Chris Davis. I joked around with Vince Catronio in pregame that if Chris Davis played all of his games in the ballpark in Arlington, he'd already be in the Hall of Fame. Outside of the Coliseum in Miller Park, his former home when he was a member of the Brewers, pretty much across the board, Chris Davis's highest stats come at the ballpark in Arlington. In 29 games, Davis is hitting 328, 16 homers, and 35 RBI, and it would be great to see him get rolling again. Since April 14th, Davis has just two homers, both of those coming in the same game. That was that game against the Mariners in Seattle. Obviously, that hip contusion continues to be a factor of his power. Davis was 0-4 with three strikeouts in last night's game. He did have another hit today, though. It's good to see him kind of being productive. In six games since coming off the injured list, Davis has struck out 12 times, but does have six hits in those games, and only one of them for extra bases. That was the double against the Angels, and Vince was talking about that sound off the bat that you're starting to hear from Chris Davis. 
when he gets locked in, they come in bunches for Chris Davis. He doesn't just hit one homer and you wait 10 days for him to hit his second one. He'll hit one homer and then maybe take a day off and then hit two more and then take a day off and hit three more. Who knows? The, the way that this guy can hit home runs. And so he's in an area where he's comfortable. We'll see if Chris Davis can get it rolling for the A's before game two. And we'll roll along with your phone calls, your text messages, and your tweets as we continue on on the A's radio network. Chris Townsend for NestBetting.com. If you've been mattress shopping, you know the cost of a memory foam mattress is insane. And what do you know about the company that makes the mattress and the other one that sold it to you? Check out my friends at NestBetting.com, a local company that actually makes the mattress they sell right here in the USA, which means you get a high-quality memory foam mattress at half the cost, and shipping is always free. I love this company, local business, made in the USA, free shipping. Did I mention their lifetime guarantee? Mattress and bedding needs. Go to Nest betting.com in london it's 10 p.m wednesday in singapore it's 5 a.m thursday and in san francisco it's 2 p.m wednesday we call that ring central time time for teams customers and partners to connect online for a real-time work session ring central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce integrating voice video online meetings and team messaging into one experience it's time to work the way you want it's ring central time for a free trial visit ringcentral.com Ring Central. Communicate. Collaborate. Connect. One-two pitch. And that's a swing and a miss. Strikeout number one. Baseball is here. And the Ray Morgan Company is a proud sponsor of A's Baseball and the game's strikeout counter. For the past 62 years, the Ray Morgan Company has been helping business process documents more efficiently. If your team needs best-in-class multifunctional printers, output security software, or electronic records management solutions, the Ray Morgan Company is your go-to player. Visit the Ray Morgan Company at raymorgan.com. From sweet plans to single-game suites, there's nothing like premium hospitality and athletics baseball. New for the 2019 season, food and beverages are now included in all suites plus options to create a three-game suite plan. Plus, select plans also include an A's Access membership, allowing you to attend every regular season home game. To learn more about A's Suites, visit athletics.com suites. That's athletics.com slash suites. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to A's Clubhouse. I'm Joe Hughes sitting in for Chris Townsend. We're going to wrap up game one, and then we'll be back to get you set for game two. But if you're just joining us and hadn't heard the news, it was Nick Hundley who had to leave today's game with back spasms, the team officially placing him on the IL. So he'll be on the 10-day IL, leaving the A's with just one catcher on their roster. But they're calling up Bo Taylor from AAA to come and back up Josh Fagley. They hope to have him at some point in game two that he'll be there to back him up. It's been a nice season for Bo Taylor in AAA, hitting 297 with five homers in 38 games. We'll finish off with your calls and text messages as we step aside here on the A's Clubhouse on the A's Radio Network. At Kaiser Permanente, we're for the farmers market goers, outdoor explorers, cholesterol lowerers, and positive thinkers. We're also for our community. That's why we're supporting the total health, mind, body, and spirit of Northern California by investing in efforts that support school districts as well as youth and family services, helping you live a healthy life the way you see fit. That's what it means to thrive your way every day. Kaiser Permanente. Visit kp.org to learn more. The Lexus NX crossover comes with everything you could ask for. A striking design, available leather interior, and a 2.0-liter turbocharged engine. But just in case you wanted to ask for more... Alexa, open my garage door. We added Alexa. 
the highly advanced NX and NX Hybrid. Now with Amazon Alexa compatibility. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Amazon Alexa and all related logos are trademarks of Amazon.com Inc. or its affiliates. Certain Alexa functionality is dependent on smart home technology and may not be available for in-vehicle use. Hi, this is Ken Korak. And I'm Susan Slusser. We've written a book. If These Walls Could Talk, stories from the Oakland A's. We look back at our two decades covering the A's and take readers behind the scenes of one of baseball's great franchises. And there are interviews with A's luminaries like Ricky Henderson, Dave Cavill, Bob Melvin, and many more. Plus, a foreword by Dennis Eckersley. If These Walls Could Talk is available at triumphbooks.com and other online retail sites and local booksellers. Matt Chapman and Matt Olson both wear the green and gold. They both dazzle fans on a nightly basis and both won a 2018 gold glove. So when Chapman's gold glove bobblehead was designed, we made sure Olson's bobblehead linked to his. It's time to complete the golden set with the Matt Olson bobblehead presented by Chevron on Saturday, June 22nd versus the Rays. Grab your tickets today at athletics.com slash promotions. Athletics.com slash promotions. This is A's Clubhouse. Welcome back to A's Clubhouse. Joe Hughes in for Chris Townsend. We're wrapping up game one where the A's fall to the Rangers 10-5. to But fortunately, you won't have to wait long to see them turn it around as game two will be coming up today. We'll be back on the air at 5.05 for A's total access for a 6.05 first pitch. It's now time for our next game preview brought to you by the Holiday Inn at the Oakland Airport. Chris Bassett and Adrian Sampson set to tow the rubber for Game 2 of the doubleheader. Bassett is 3-1 with a 3.42 ERA as Rangers starter Adrian Sampson 4-3 with a 4.14 ERA, but coming off his best start of the year when he went 7 innings with 11 strikeouts against the Royals. A's fans, remember the next time you're coming uh, from out of town to an A's game, check out our friends at the Holiday Inn Airport where A's Access members receive a special discount on guest rooms and baseball fans are welcome. Joe Hughes in for Chris Townsend. We'll step aside and be back at 5.05 for A's Total Access here on the A's Radio Network. If you're a baseball fan and a parent, you've probably had to explain to your kid that a 2-2 count isn't something a ballerina wears. As a parent or even a sibling, you may have also had to explain that a makeup game doesn't involve lipstick or mascara. But as a parent and an A's fan, we do hope you know about our new A's stomping ground. This awesome space is open and waiting for you. From awesome new games for kids to interactive activities, the A's stomping ground is right for you and your family. So the next time the kids want to know what a sandwich pick is or who got that 2-2 pitch, you will know it's time to go to a ball game and visit the A's Stomping Ground, a free area in right field for kids and families. Visit athletics.com slash stomping ground to learn more today. That's athletics.com slash stomping ground. Hit well. Back is Upton. At the track, at the wall, and out it goes for Steven Piscotti. A two-out, three-run blow. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best 
stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. 